Welcome to God's Word, Transforming Lives podcast. I am your host, Amy Diane Ross, wife, mother, Bible teacher, who's passionate to disciple women through life using the Word of God. On this podcast, we will use the Bible to discuss topics that we all face from emotional and mental struggles, married life, single life, physical health, and everything in between. If you are ready to live in victory in every area of your life while learning the Word of God, I'm here to help. The Bible really does have all the answers for life's crazy roller coaster ride, and I'm excited that you have chose me to ride along with you. Welcome to today's podcast, sisters. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the woman at the well from John chapter four. Have you ever been considered an outcast? Have you ever felt like your past was just too scandalous for God to ever really use you? Do you still have grief and loss from the relationships that have ended in your life? Are you full of shame and embarrassment from your past? Maybe the church that you attend or have gone to, you haven't really had the ability to talk about these things because you feel judged or you feel like maybe you will be judged if you tell your truth and your story about the things that you've gone through and maybe even the things that you're going through right now. I definitely have a story that's going to relate to you with the woman at the well. You know, I was sexually abused as a child. I was full of shame, always felt rejected. I never felt like I fit in. Didn't matter if I was at school. I didn't feel like I fit in with my family. When you're carrying around the kind of shame When you're sexually abused as a child and you can't tell anybody, it really is this large boulder of shame and pain that you carry around. And I just never felt good enough. I always felt different than everybody else. I just felt like these other kids have like the mom and the dad and the the home and brothers and sisters. And it just seemed like they had like a great family. And I just felt like I can't be like them. I'm not like them. And then you have to hold around all these secrets and the shame. I was not only sexually abused, I was emotionally abused. I was verbally abused. I was physically abused. I was really just living in complete isolation within myself. And when I grew up, I had to try to pretend to be something I wasn't because I couldn't let people in. I couldn't let the truth be known because I was so full of shame. And I already felt rejected and felt like I didn't fit in. And my gosh, what would people think about me if they actually knew who I really was or what I was really going through or what I had gone through? And so I never felt like I could live up to what I thought Jesus wanted, what I thought the church wanted. And I just literally felt so alone. And so one day when I just got to the rock bottom of my shame, the rock bottom of my pain, um, I started reading the Bible for myself and I started learning about who God is through his word. When I had an encounter with Jesus, like the woman at the well, my shame fell off. My, My life changed. I was shown that I am not my past. I am not a failure. I am not who the word curses said that I was. I am not any of those things. That I am a daughter of the king who has a past, who needed healing, who needed restoration, and that my God loves me, that Jesus chose me. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about the woman at the well and how you can relate her. If you can relate to anything that I just talked about, 
then you can relate to the woman at the well. This woman was an outcast in her village. She was considered a very loose woman, married five times and divorced. She was now living with her boyfriend. No one wanted anything to do with her in the village to the point that, you know, what would happen is in the morning time, the women would all come to get together and they would carry the water pots to the well and they would get well early in the morning because it was so hot in that at that time. And so she wasn't invited. She wasn't allowed to sit with the other women because she was gossiped about and made fun of and judged and criticized. And so she would have to wait until the women would get back from their adventure to the well. And by the time they would get back, it would be about noon. Noon was like the hottest time of the day for her to be walking a mile or two to a well. It has been said that there was actually two other wells that she passed in order to get to the third well. And so I think maybe because there have been people at those other two wells and she just was so isolated and felt so ashamed and so outcasted that she just didn't even wanna be around people at all. They had just been so cruel to her. But today was gonna to be different. It wasn't gonna be like every other day. She was gonna to get to this well to draw her water today and she was gonna have an encounter with God, the God who created her, Jesus. And they have this beautiful conversation and he has this compassion for her. Yes, he knows. He knows that she had been married and divorced five times. He knows that she's living with somebody else now. She knows, he knew God. But he also knew that she was broken and in shame and in need of a savior that she was lost and that she was lonely and isolated and that she needed love and compassion. And so as they're having this beautiful conversation, she realizes that she has had an encounter with God, that Jesus is the Messiah, the one that she had learned about growing up, and that here he was, this Jewish man, talking to her, a Samaritan woman, which would have just been unheard of. And not only is he talking to her, he's showing her compassion and love, something she hasn't felt in a very long time from anybody. She was so changed by this encounter with Jesus Christ. When she met a man named Jesus, everything changed, sister, to the point that she left her water pot at the well. She didn't even take it back, the necessity, that which she came there for, that she walked in the the heat for that she needed to sustain her life. She didn't even care about it now because when you meet a man named Jesus, everything else does not matter to the point that she goes running back to the village to the same people that outcasted her, the same people that gossiped about her, the same people that treated her so poorly. She couldn't wait to tell them, I met a man named Jesus and my shame is gone. I, my past does not matter. I met a man named Jesus who took it all, who's going to take it all. She didn't understand fully about the cross yet or any of those things, but we do today because we're looking back at the story. And when she met this man named Jesus and goes running to the village, she meets the men at the gate, the same men that would have never even spoke a word to her in public that would have turned their back on her if she even tried to speak to them. Now all of a sudden she is telling these men that she met a man named Jesus and he has changed her life. He is the Messiah. He is the one. And they look at her and it's not that they necessarily believed her, but what they had to take notice of is that there was something different about her. They could, they knew that she wasn't, she didn't have her head down anymore. She wasn't trying to walk on the other side of the street. She wasn't cowering to them. She now had a 
boldness. She now had the shame was gone, confidence, something they hadn't seen before to be able to come to these men and say, I met a man named Jesus. He is the Messiah. He is the one who came to save the world. And they went and met him for themselves because they saw that there was something different in her and they had to go check it out for themselves. And many of them became saved because of her testimony. Sister, listen to me. Your past does not dictate your future. What we went through in our past, what you have gone through in your past, Jesus Christ knew you from the foundation of the earth. The Bible says that we were chosen from the foundation of the earth for salvation. If you are truly born again, then sister, I want you to understand something, that God the Father saw you in the foundation of the earth before you even thought of in a human mind. And he said, I choose her to be the bride of my son. He knew what you were going to go through. He knew what the choices you were going to make. He knew the sin that you were going to engage in. He knew and he chose you anyway. He said, I didn't come for the self-righteous. I came for the broken and the lost and the oppressed. He came for the woman at the well. He came for the woman caught in adultery. He came for the woman who had a flow of blood for 18 years and was an outcast in society because of it. Sister, he came for you. He came for you. And Jesus loves you. And he is going to turn that mess that Satan has tried to destroy you from the from the time you've been born and all of those things that has been happening to you and has happened to you. That is, that is a destruction from the enemy to try to take you out of your calling, out of your gifting, out of being used by God. And Jesus is here to tell you that you are his precious daughter. You are the bride he is betrothed to. And what Satan has meant for evil, God has meant for good, for your good and his glory. And we're going to turn that mess into a message, that test that you've been going through into a testimony. Because you've met a man named Jesus, all that shame can be gone because shame is a liar. We are born again, redeemed new creatures in Christ. And we have a purpose and a plan by God to be here and to use what he has given us, including all of that old stuff that we've been ashamed of. That's going to be used to help other women for their chains to break free. So sister, I'm here to give you hope that you don't have to walk around with your head down anymore. That you can lift that head up and you can say, yeah, I have a past. Yeah, I've done some things I'm not real proud of, but I've met a man named Jesus and he's turned it all around. And maybe you're still feeling some of that shame and some of that uh, pain. And I'm just here to tell you, it was taken for you at the cross. And Jesus isn't growing in his love for you. God is love. And he loves you more. He loves you as much today as he will ever love you because he's not growing in his love for you because he is literally love. So even if you've had a really bad day or a really bad week or a bad month and things have just not been going the way you'd like them to, God loves you. He wants to redeem all areas of your life. Nothing is hidden from him, nor does it have to be. He wants to come in and bring healing and restoration. Sister, I am encouraging you to repent. I mean, say you're sorry, change in anything that you know you need to change in and to say, Lord, I am so sorry. Or maybe you just need to ask God to help you forgive those who have hurt you. Lord, help me to forgive. I don't want to walk in this bitterness and this anger and this shame and this fear anymore. Sister, he has you. 
and he loves you and he wants to transform you. And he gave us all that we need for that. He gave us his beautiful word. He gave us his Holy Spirit. Jesus shed his blood so that we could be redeemed and brought into the family of God. Everything has been afforded to you. We just need to embrace it. Our faith is not a microwave faith, sister. It is a crock pot. I'm here to tell you. It takes time, but if you will devote yourself to the word of God, devote yourself to learning the word, devote yourself to the to the ministry of, of being with the saints, being in a sisterhood, getting to know the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, loving him and loving your neighbors yourself, I promise you transformation's coming. And I am here to help in any way that I can. And so your homework assignment for today is I want you to A, if you're not already, Make sure you're getting up 15 minutes earlier than normal. And when you wake up, do not pick up your cell phone. Do not look at Facebook to see what Facebook has to say to you. Do not look at Instagram to see what Instagram has to say to you. I want you to get up and just immediately go to where your Bible is. And I want you to sit down. I want you to read your Bible and see what God has to say to you. I encourage you to go to the Gospel of John chapter 4 and read the story about the woman at the well for yourself and see what the Father is saying to you. How, what is Holy Spirit speaking to you? How is he personally speaking to you about that story? If you want to know more about John chapter four, I do have the full teaching. I go verse by verse through the gospel of John, and you can go to my YouTube and click on John chapter four. I'll have the links in the show notes. I'll also have links to the homework um, and any other things that you may need to do to get in contact with me. All of that will be in the show notes. Sister, I love you. God loves you. And you are not your past. And you are not the word curses that people spoke over you. And you're not who Satan has tried to make you believe that you are. You are a redeemed child of God. You are called daughter, betrothed bride to the bridegroom. And I just want you to really embrace that and start to learn who you are and who God is and watch your life transform. God bless you, sister. Until next time. I pray you enjoyed the teaching today. If God has blessed you in any way, then head over to the review section and leave five stars. I may just share your review right here on this podcast. Also, share this episode with anyone you believe will be blessed by today's teachings. If you want to connect with me and be a part of an amazing sisterhood of believers, then head over to our Facebook group. The link and all other links that I mentioned in this show today are in the show notes below. Just click on them and they'll take you where you want to go. As a reminder, be the church today, wherever God has you, shining the light and the love of Jesus. Y'all mean the world to me. Until next time.